Welcome to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. Listen in and learn how to use new mind, body, and spirit wisdom and supportive tools to move beyond your fears, self-doubts, and limiting beliefs. Tanya is devoted to helping you heal pain, illness, and trauma so you can enjoy a healthy body and balanced lifestyle. You deserve to fully live your passionate, purposeful life with abundance and freedom. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to our live podcast, Fiber Body and Abundant Life. This is an inspiring, empowering series where some of the world's cutting edge mind, body, spirit, healers, coaches, and leaders are coming together to share with you their wisdom and tools to support you to move beyond your fears, your doubts, limiting beliefs, so that you can heal pain, illness, and trauma. I am your host, Tanya Penny. I'm an occupational therapist and a vibrant body and abundant life coach. And I'm here because I'm devoted to helping you have a healthy body, a peaceful mind, a balanced life, so that you can fully live your passionate, purposeful life with abundance and really ultimate freedom. So today, we're going to be kicking off this month's Trust Yourself, Follow Your Guidance with the Wisdom of Me. So today, I'm going to be going about 40 minutes, 45 minutes of content, helping you to look at what is holding you back from trusting and following your guidance, as well as giving you some tips and tools to get started. And I will be taking a few questions at the end of the call. And if you'd like to ask a question and get some personal guidance today, you can do so by either raising your hand on the phone, star two, or if you're on the webcast today, you can submit your question with as much detail as possible at the bottom of the screen. So again, you can raise your hand or submit your question at any time. And then at the end of the call, I'll be heading over there um, and taking a few questions. So we'll probably be going about 60 minutes today total. So, all right. Just checking to see that everything's recording. I just moved. Some of you might might have heard or seen this either on Facebook or if you're in my community, um, that I just moved to Boise, Idaho. I left Sedona and um, about a week ago got here. So just settling in and uh, the Internet's a little bit iffy, so just making sure everything's <laughs> technology-wise is going okay. If someone on the webcast could also just say hi and say, I can hear you okay, Tanya, that would be awesome. You don't have to give your name if you don't want to. If you just want to say, I can hear you, that would be wonderful before I dive in. So for those of you who are new to me, I just want to give you a little bit more um, information about me. So as I said, I'm an occupational therapist by degree, and I started coaching in about 2010, um, and I took my business virtual in 2013. And my passion is to teach, empower, and support those that are ready to move beyond fear and self-doubt to heal chronic illness and past trauma. Again, so that you can step into self-confidence, heal your body, have balance in your life, and live your passions and purpose. And not with struggle, but with abundance and freedom to do so. And I struggled for about, gosh, 20 years plus with anxiety, depression, excess weight. And then I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in 2004. Gosh, it's a long time ago. And that was really a wake-up call for me. And I started searching for the root causes of all of those illnesses. And in the process of my own healing, I created the therapeutic meditation process and also the 10 Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Keys. The exact 
formula, I guess you want to call it, puzzle pieces that helped me to heal not only my illness, but my past trauma. So I'll get a little bit more into that today. And I serve um, my clients through one-on-one -on -one coaching. I have group programs. I also now certify people in the therapeutic meditation process. And I also do live retreats. So that's just a little bit about me. All right. And somebody says they can hear me on the webcast. So that's good. Awesome. So just know, you guys, if you ask your questions and such, I have a little bit of a leg on the webcast. Um, yeah, so you're going to want to send your questions in a little bit before the, you know, like around the 40-minute, 35-minute mark. Okay, so let's dive into this important topic, this important key of trusting yourself and following your guidance. So many of us stop trusting ourselves early on in childhood, I believe. And there are many reasons that we did that. And I'm going to go through some of those right now. So the biggest blocks the things that keep us from trusting ourselves and following our guidance. So the two biggest things are fear and then self-limiting beliefs that we hold. Limiting beliefs actually about ourselves and the world can keep us from not only receiving our guidance, but then some of us receive it, but we don't follow it because of those limiting beliefs and fears. So a really big fear that I can still um, struggle with sometimes is that fear of loss of love, loss of approval from somebody that I'm already acquainted with. It could be my partner. It could be friends. For some of us, it's our parents. So a lot of us may receive our guidance or maybe we don't even receive it because we know we're not going to follow it on some level because we're afraid we're going to lose love and approval of people that are close to us. And again, many of us have this fear because in our childhood, we did have experience abandonment. We did experience feeling or actually physically being alone, right? So some of us, it was actually true. For some of us, like physically true. And for some of us, we just emotionally felt alone and rejected. So what happens is we fall into what I call one of the three Ps, people pleasing, right? We try to please people in our lives. Therefore, to do that, we often have to stuff what we feel, what our heart is guiding us to do, because we don't want to lose that other person's love or approval. Okay, we don't want to be abandoned. We don't want to be alone. So there's that very young child part of us that's afraid of that. And some of you may be aware of this, like may have been aware of this before today. And some of you, this may be a new awareness today. So again, wherever you are on the spectrum, just be really gentle with yourself. Have compassion for yourself. Accept where you are. And please don't beat yourself up um, for anything related to trusting yourself, because that's going to go against <laughs> beating yourself up and judging yourself actually goes against the process of receiving and following your guidance. So let me just give an example for each of these two. I think it's helpful. So growing up, I had a father who was very critical. Okay, very perfectionistic, very critical of himself and others. And so I really didn't want to be criticized or yelled at. I really wanted his praise, approval, and love. And so I did lots of things to try and please him. Okay. And sometimes that meant doing things that I really didn't want to do. Things that... I was not being guided to do so that I could get that love, praise, and approval. Now, here's the tricky thing. Oftentimes, for some of us, it does work. We actually will get that love and approval. And for some of us, it really doesn't work. Now, did I ever get his praise? No, I really didn't. But it did prevent me from getting 
what the next fear is, which is fear of emotional, verbal, or physical abuse or harm or hurt, right? So if I did whatever he wanted me to do, if I pleased him, then maybe I wouldn't get verbally, you know, criticized, verbally abused, okay? So number two, again, fear of emotional, verbal and or physical sexual harm or hurt could keep us from actually hearing and following our guidance. So let me give you an example here. Um, I have many clients who have been physically and or sexually abused. Okay? And because of that, they learned one of the things they learned or felt or believed is that they're not good enough, they're not lovable, they're not worthy. That's why that abuse happened. And when we don't feel lovable or worthy, then we don't trust or follow. We don't believe, you know, why would we trust or follow our own guidance if we think we are bad or broken or not lovable or not worthy, right? So some of us who were abused, that's what happened. That's the belief that is keeping us from trusting and following our guidance. Another example of why, you know, maybe because of the fear of being abused, um, verbal, physical, sexual, even emotionally, um, emotional neglect some of us got. Some of us got parents that actually withdrew love and emotion from us if we didn't do what they wanted, right? So as a child, that is very, very painful. A lot of us don't even realize that emotional disconnection, that withdrawal is actually abuse. And so we actually shut down what we wanted, needed, and desired, asking for it, sharing how we feel. And one of the sad things is our emotions, right? Our emotions are one of our guidance systems, letting us know um, a lot of us will receive guidance via our emotions, okay? I know I'm one of those people that, um, yeah, my emotions are part of my guidance system. They actually are for all of us. And a lot of us shut that down because if we expressed how we felt, right, then our mom, our dad, maybe both parents would withdraw love or attention from us, okay? So number three, a lot of us have this fear of getting it wrong or making mistakes. And that keeps us from following our guidance, maybe even receiving it. So this could be, you know, this can show up in different areas of your life. Maybe this shows up for you at work, right? Your purpose, your career. Maybe you're afraid of getting it wrong or making mistakes so you don't, you know, take that leap of faith and find a new job or, um, Speak up at work, right? Afraid of getting it wrong, afraid of making mistakes. Maybe again at home, this is where this shows up for you. And for some of us, it shows up in all areas of our life, right? For some of us, maybe it's money that we're afraid of making mistakes with. So we don't follow our guidance in money-related things. Um, maybe it has to do with relationships, Right? Maybe that's the area where you don't trust yourself and you're afraid of getting it wrong or making it mistakes. So number four, this, and some of these, you'll, you'll see there's a crossover and they're kind of related. So number four, some of us don't follow our guidance because we're actually afraid we're not going to have enough money or we're going to lose our job. So I call these kind of like, all of them are actually survival fears. But um, the money and job one is very specific, so we may not uh, we may not take a different job. We may not speak up at our job again because we're afraid if we do, if we follow our guidance, that we're either going to lose our job or we're not going to get that raise or that bonus. Um, maybe your guidance is telling you that you have enough on your plate at work but you're afraid of telling your boss that because you're afraid they're, they're gonna fire you if you do that, right? Even though your heart, your body, and I'll talk about that in a little bit, our body is our guidance system, not just our emotions, but feelings in our body. So our emotions and our feelings, our symptoms in our body, sensations in our body. 
So, you know, in your gut, it, you, or maybe it's pain in your body, letting you know, hey, you've got to slow down at work. You've got to take on less. You've got to delegate. You've got to work less, perhaps. But because you have money and or job survival fears, you don't follow your guidance. Another biggie for a lot of us is we're just too darn busy. Okay. So a lot of us are, what I say, have fallen into pretending to be superhuman. And so we're actually constantly going and doing, and we're so busy that we don't even take time to connect with ourselves. And if we don't connect with ourselves, it's really hard to receive guidance, much less follow it. So I remember <laughs> I remember being an occupational therapist at the school district, uh, my first job, and I really wanted to prove myself, right? So there's kind of that superhuman perfection thing going on. I wanted to please my boss, of course. So kind of all three of what I call the three Ps were going on. And so I would overwork. And I'd get home and I would be so exhausted that I would just like veg out, watch TV. Like I was just too tired to even connect with myself. And therefore, it was really hard for me to get guidance. So I really had to, over time, right, MS came as a wake-up call for me as to the anxiety and depression, letting me know like the MS actually stopped me. I physically could not overwork, whether it was at my job or at home. So I, I did it in my job and I did it in my personal life as well. And because of that, you know, the MS came knocking at my door where I physically couldn't go, 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 do, do, do. And that was really when I started to connect with myself and to listen to my guidance, get in touch with my guidance again. So unfortunately, a lot of us have to have a really big, what I call two-by-four experience, like a really big painful chronic illness, or maybe it's a divorce or a relationship breakdown. Maybe for you, it's a money breakdown. It's kind of different for everybody. And some of us get all of it. Okay, let's see. Next. Some of us are actually... What's holding us back from receiving and following our guidance today as adults is a past mistake or wrong choice. So many of us are carrying around that shame, guilt, or blame. Some of us, my God, it's probably 20 or 30 years ago. And we're carrying around this shame, guilt, and blame. We're beating ourselves up for past mistakes a past, quote-unquote, wrong choice, something we did or didn't do. And there's actually a belief that says, and you may be conscious of these beliefs or not, you guys, that says, if I can't, right, if I did this or didn't do this, then I can't trust myself today. Maybe I did this one thing, or maybe it was several things. It doesn't matter. But here's the thing. Past is past, and there are no mistakes. So in my world, there are no mistakes, there are no failures, and there are no wrong choices. Whatever you did in the past or didn't do was meant to be, even if it didn't look or feel pretty. Okay, Everything happens to help us to grow, learn, and evolve. So instead of looking at those past mistakes or wrong choices and saying, oh, my God, you know, I still have to beat myself up for that. There's no way I can trust myself today because of that. Maybe instead look back and say, okay, I wish I would have done that differently. How could I do that? You know, if something like that presents today, how would I do that differently? How would I treat that differently? And I'm going to let go and accept the past and stop beating myself up knowing that I didn't make a mistake, I didn't fail, there was no wrong choice here, and now I can move forward. I can trust myself again. Okay? I can trust myself again. I didn't make a mistake, really. You know, there are some things maybe I would have done differently, but 
hindsight, <laughs> we are always doing the best that we can, no matter what it looks like. All right, so another reason why we don't trust ourselves or follow our guidance is, again, I mentioned it a little bit earlier, we have this, I'm not worthy, I'm not enough. And maybe because of that, let me give you an example here. I have some clients, a lot of my clients are coaches or healers or meant to be. And they will struggle in their business because they have this not good enough belief that is holding them back from actually putting themselves out there more, right? From following their guidance, maybe doing all, doing workshops or live classes or virtual or whatever it is. They've got this not good enough. And again, this comes from childhood, the way we were treated, not treated. Uh, we're not blaming our parents. It just, just is. Um, or the other adults in our lives that, we, that were around us growing up. But because we have this not good enough, we're not going to follow our guidance. So a lot of us, it would really serve us to work on, work on shifting that I'm not good enough, I'm not worthwhile, so that we can move into trusting and following our guidance today. We will only do that if we feel we are worthy of it, if we feel we are good enough. So a lot of us do receive our guidance, but then we don't follow it or we want to wait to follow it because we're wanting to see the whole picture, the big picture first. So we make it guidance and then might be one small little thing to do, but we say, nope, I can't follow it until I know the whole picture, until I have a guarantee even. That's a big one for a lot of people, right? So <laughs> the way our guidance often works is we will get small little blips, small little actions that we're being guided to take. And then after we take that, we'll then get more guidance. So we're often not shown the big picture because it would actually freak us out. So to remember that, I think, is, um, <laughs> is important for a lot of us, right? So really letting go of that need for a guarantee so that we can take that. Sometimes it's a big leap of faith, right? Um, here's the thing I feel, this is, I'm getting it a little bit to the tips and tools here. I can't help myself. But remembering, too, that sometimes you'll get guidance, and then after you receive it, asking, okay, is it time to act on it, right, now or later? So let me give you a few examples of that. Um, I was just telling a client about this one today, that the day that I was actually walking down the aisle for my wedding, I had guidance that I was going to get divorced. Like it just came in out of nowhere. And I was like, oh my God. Like it was right before I was walking down the aisle. I was waiting in the room in the Catholic church. And this guidance comes in and I'm like, what the heck? And I said, well, then am I not meant to get married? And it was like, no, you are meant to get married and there's things you're going to learn from this. So, yeah, go through with it. So that was kind of weird. Right. And it wasn't until five years later that I did end up getting divorced. And um, I did learn a lot in that relationship. So I didn't make a mistake by getting married, uh, divorced. Um, I was meant to have that relationship, but not forever. Right? I was meant to learn and grow and get certain things from that relationship. So the other thing, too, is just because you follow your guidance doesn't mean it's always going to be easy or it's always going to look like rainbows and unicorns. Not everybody's always going to be happy when you follow your guidance. Um, you're often going to disappoint people. And that's why really letting go of that need to please is important when it comes to receiving and following trusting your guidance is that sometimes it means you will cause conflict. Sometimes it means that you will disappoint others. And sometimes it does mean that a relationship will end. 
And again, remember it's always in the highest for everybody involved if that's what happens. Like I get so many clients that say, yeah, but if I do this, I'm going to I'm going to hurt my partner or my children are going to feel mad at me or that I don't care. And honestly, we've got to follow our guidance, our heart because if we don't if we don't, then what happens is we are going to get sick. You may get you may have anxiety, you may have depression, it may be fatigue, it may be pain. It could be a thyroid issue. Um, a lot of thyroid issues, I'm feeling guided to share this, a lot of people who have thyroid issues, whether it's hypo or hyper, is because you are actually not trusting and following your guidance. You are either doing or saying things to please others, or you're not speaking up enough for what you want, need, and desire. And again, this could be at work or it could be um, in your personal life or both. Okay, Fatigue. Fatigue often has to do with, yeah, you're overdoing it, um, a lot of you physically, but some of you have this overwhelming fatigue physically and or brain fog, and that comes from resistance to following your guidance. It might even come from boredom because you're not following your passions or your purpose. Um, so just as an example, depression. Um, depression is anger at self. And oftentimes we are angry at ourselves because we're not actually trusting and following our own guidance. We're doing what other people tell us to do or want us to do so we don't lose their love, attention, and approval or so that we get it. Um, I have a lot of clients, too, that are, you know, out of a relationship and they may be dating again. And for fear of not being liked or accepted or loved or fear of being alone, they'll fall back into that pattern of trying to be the person that that other person wants them to be. And this can go on for, I mean, I've seen and heard relationships that have gone on for years where this has been happening. And the person's not even aware of it. And then all of a sudden, one day they wake up and they're like, oh, my God, I have been lying to myself and I have these symptoms because of it. So, again, not beating yourself up for any of these reasons, any of these fears or beliefs you're holding because you're afraid, right? Um, not following your guidance. Not beating yourself up for this, you guys, but just really looking at. I always say we're going to look, you know, we want to look at what's the underlying root or the underlying cause, whether it's your illness, um, whether it's a breakdown in some other area of your life. Um, in this case, not trusting and following your guidance. So just taking note which of these might be blocking you. And that's the first tip or tool I'm going to share with you is actually. Take notice, acknowledge which of the fears and or limiting beliefs that I mentioned might be, and you might not know 100%, but might be the cause of you not following, receiving and following your guidance, right? Moving forward with it. Is it people pleasing? Is it the not good enough perfection stuff? Fear of conflict? Fear of being alone and abandoned. Um, gosh, so many reasons. Needing a guarantee. Um, all the reasons I mentioned. So just take a minute and if you can grab a piece of paper and a pen or a pencil and just write some of those down. And I know this is really opposite of what a lot of you learned in terms of the law of attraction and focusing on what you want versus what you don't want. But here's the deal. Our beliefs. Our fears are what keep us from moving forward, from taking action, in this case, towards um, following our guidance, trusting ourselves. And so we really need to see what those blocks are, those beliefs and fears. And we're not going to stay there just focusing on them. I'm then going to teach you some tools today to begin shifting those. Okay. So first, you're going to write those down. And then I want you to write down an opposite truth, whether you believe it or not today. So maybe you wrote down, if I follow my guidance, I'll cause conflict, be abandoned. 
or be abandoned. So an opposite truth might be this person, I might cause conflict, but I'm capable of handling conflict in a healthy way. Or your opposite truth might be, okay, it's necessary to follow my guidance. And that means some people might abandon or leave me. But if I'm following my guidance, new people will come in, right? People that are, are in alignment with my true self will come in to my life. I'm not ever going to be alone, ever, right? So those might be some opposite truths that you write down to work with. Let me go find another one here. Let me give you a few more examples of opposite truth. Um, I'm afraid I'll make a mistake or get it wrong. And opposite truth is there are no mistakes. There are no failures. Only opportunities to learn and grow. Maybe if I follow my guidance or speak my truth, I'll lose my job. The opposite truth is you will always honestly find another job, right? Do you really want to stay in a job where you can't express and speak your truth, a job that might be running you into the ground, making you sick? The truth is you might lose your job and there'll be another job out there for you. I promise. I've seen it time and again with my clients. Maybe you have a belief that I'm too busy to connect or listen to my guidance, to connect with myself or listen to my guidance. The opposite truth is um, I need to make time. It's necessary. Or, or what? Or you'll get sick. You'll burn out. If I don't follow my guidance, if I don't take time to connect or follow my guidance, I'll get sick or burn out or I won't heal. For those of you that are already sick and pushing yourselves too hard. Maybe you have a belief that I can't trust myself because of past mistakes. Opposite truth is, again, there are no past mistakes. I'm always doing the best that I can. I need a guarantee. <laughs> the truth is there are no guarantees, whether it's your career, whether it's love, whether it's money. There are no guarantees. So tip tool number one is write down those fears and limiting beliefs and then an opposite truth. And oftentimes just the awareness of those the acknowledgement and awareness of those will start to shift them, will start to chip away at them. I then recommend that you continue to look at them on a daily basis and continue to write and affirm the opposite truth. So most of these fears and limiting beliefs, pretty much all of them are actually not true. Okay. But as children, we took them on as truth, and we're still holding on to them as adults, and we just don't even realize it. We don't even realize our fears and our beliefs are holding us back, or we do, and we don't know what to do with them, right? So one of the tools that I teach, for those of you that are in one of my programs or have been a part of my community, you know that the guided therapeutic meditation practices will help you to work with and shift those limiting beliefs and those fears. So I do recommend if you are in my free community, there's a sample guided practice for you to use. And you can insert your own beliefs um, to help work and shift both the, the quote unquote negative and the opposite positive truth. And then those of you who are in my programs know that you get lots of different guided practices, um, two for each of the keys that have specific beliefs to help you clear and shift, depending on the key. I, I pick the most common beliefs around that key. And in this case, you have ones for shifting um, any of those that are holding you back from following, trusting and following your guidance. So I recommend to do that on a daily basis, listening to a guided meditation practice at bedtime every night. And I also recommend to do it either in the morning or midday or after work as a little recharge, break, um, pick up. You can even do it while you're moving your body. And those will help you to shift those fears and limiting beliefs and start planting the seeds for the truth, rewiring your brain for the truth, for the opposite. Number two tip tool 
one of the things that has really supported me and my clients to not only receive our guidance, but then to follow it, is to carve out time on a daily basis to journal, to connect with yourself. Writing down what feelings you have in your body. Is it pain? Is it fatigue? Writing down the emotions that you're experiencing. Writing down any thoughts that come up. And this can take just a few minutes every morning. And then again, I recommend to do it in the evening um, before you go to bed. And a lot of times, as I mentioned earlier, we receive our guidance in the way of the feelings in our body and our emotions. Some of us also just have a knowing or a sense. So something I'll do is if I'm wondering about, um, if I have a question about something, you know, I'll ask, whatever it is, I'll write it down in my journal. I'll say, you know, is this something that I meant to do? And I'll write down what it is. And then I'll just close my eyes. I'll breathe. And I'll just take a few moments to listen and feel. So one of the ways I get my guidance is a feeling in my body, but I also will get it by just a knowing. I'll also, if I ask a question, so I write it, sometimes I'll just ask it silently as well or out loud, and I'll hear an answer. Um, that's taken some time for me to, <laughs> to hear that and trust that, but that's something that um, I know a lot of the people that I work with, you just know things. And unfortunately, sometimes we get a knowing, but we turn it off because of those fears or limiting beliefs, okay? So again, you can soothe the part of you that's afraid by letting it know, you know what, we can get our guidance and we don't have to, we might not be, you know, maybe we're not going to act on it right away. Like oftentimes we'll get guidance and then I'll ask afterwards, um, I recommend you ask afterwards now or later or when. Now, when, when am I going to act, um, act on this? So, again, a guided, a guided therapeutic meditation practice, I will also set an intention sometimes when I listen to one, and I'll say, you know, please give me clarity or guidance on this thing that I'm questioning, this thing that I'm wondering about, whether it's money, a relationship, a business, so I'll actually set an intention and then I'll kind of drift off. And at the end of the guided practice, I will oftentimes have some clarity or have an answer. Okay, So it can be used for that, too, besides shifting the beliefs, actually getting your guidance. Sometimes before I go to sleep at night, I will ask my higher self. I'll say, higher self, while I'm sleeping, please give me guidance in my dreams or Give me some guidance so when I wake up in the morning, I have more clarity or my next step that I'm being guided to take, depending on what it is that I'm asking. You know, do I do this thing? Do I not do this thing? Um, yeah, give me some guidance either in my dream or when I wake up in the morning. That's another way that I will often get my guidance. Sometimes you are not getting guidance. I just want to add this in. Sometimes you're not receiving guidance, actually, because you're not ready yet. So our higher self does know when we're ready to receive clarity or guidance on something. So even being able to trust that, like if you keep asking about something, but you're not getting clear guidance or an answer, then maybe you're not ready to. So again, what I recommend with all my clients, and I'm recommending for you guys, is do your part as far as clearing out the, the limiting beliefs and the fears. So that's an ongoing thing that I do daily with some of the tips and tools that I mentioned earlier, right? So you've got that going on, and then you also have the part of you that's checking in, making time, asking for guidance, okay? Praying, asking for guidance. And during the meditation, it's often a good time to do that. And then if you're not getting guidance, you know, maybe it's because you have a fear blocking it, or maybe it's not time. So you can even ask, is it not time for me to receive guidance on this yet? And you might get a yes or no. Um, some of you who have feelings in your body, you might feel heavy or light. You might feel a tightness or 
ease, right? Releasing of the tightness. So I'm going to take you through a little process in a minute um, to help you with that as well, besides the guided therapeutic meditation practice for you to use. Um, before I do that, though, I just want to give up one other little tip or tool, and that is it's okay to check your guidance. Like when you get guidance, go in and check it with an objective person. So someone who's not attached to your guidance. So a lot of times, you know, I teach my clients to get in touch with and follow their own guidance. And while they're practicing that, and I still do it too, I still check in with my coach on guidance I'm receiving. I'll say, hey, I'm, this is what I'm getting. What are you getting? Right? And they'll either be like, yeah, I'm getting that too, or, oh, I don't, I don't know about that. You may want to, you know, you may want to consider this or that. So, um, <laughs> because we can be swayed by other people, right? What they want, need, and desire. And so we want to be careful when we get our guidance to check it with an objective person, a coach, a counselor, um, somebody that you know is actively working on clearing their own ego beliefs and fears. Right? Um, yeah. And who don't have an attachment to the thing you're asking about. Right? Um, my clients, whatever they choose, like, I'm not, because I'm not personally really involved, what they choose to do, whether it's work or their relationships, et cetera, I don't have a personal attachment to whether they do it or not. Okay? So an objective person, oftentimes that is not your family. Sorry. Oftentimes, that is not your partner either, unless your partner's very conscious and has been working on this stuff. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's go through a little bit of a process, and then I'm going to open up to see if there are any questions or comments. And then we'll go from there. So let's see what I'm going to take you through. Um, if you're not driving, if you're driving, I don't recommend to do this right now. Come back and listen to it. But if you're not driving, I recommend that you do this process with your eyes closed. Um, get in a comfortable position. And I'm going to have you just start by breathing. Hopefully you've all been breathing, but I know a lot of us hold our breath. So just consciously following your breath in and out of your body. And again, not trying to fix it or change it. And through the nostrils, the chest, the belly, and back out again through the mouth or the nose. So just doing a few rounds of the breath. And then just silently or out loud, it's really up to you. Thinking of asking a question, something that you're curious about. It could be guidance on a relationship. It could be clarity on a job, maybe money stuff, maybe asking a question about what will help you to heal a certain technique or program or supplement, um, food, whatever it is. Maybe it's a question on what emotion am I holding up, you know, what am I holding on to that's making me sick right now that I need to let go of is a, a really good question for a lot of people. So whatever the question is, just take a moment to silently or out loud. You might even want to write it down if you've got a piece of paper there. So just opening your eyes for a moment, writing the question down. Some of you are very um, kinesthetic, and so that's helpful. And don't worry about asking it perfect or writing the question perfectly. And then once you do that, I want you just to come back to breathing for a few moments. And I want you to notice 
have an awareness of any fears or limiting beliefs that you know could hold you back from getting guidance on this particular question. And again, just saying, I know that I have fear about being alone. Or I know I have this fear about making a mistake or getting it wrong, losing my job, etc. So just, just again, silently or out loud, acknowledge this fear or limiting belief that could hold you back from getting guidance on your question. And again, if you feel guided to and you know this is the way you work best, you can open your eyes. You could write down that fear or limiting belief. Just having awareness of it, acknowledging it. And then writing down an opposite truth as well. Writing it, if you feel guided to, or just speaking it, affirming it, the opposite truth. And doing that several times. Really soothing, talking to this part of you, letting it know what is actually true right now. You know it's afraid. You know it's got this limiting belief, and you're acknowledging it, but you're also coming back like a comforting, wise parent. Your higher self is actually stepping in right now and telling this child part of you that's stuck in fear and limiting beliefs what the actual truth is. So gently and compassionately affirming and or writing that down. And then again, if your eyes were open and you were writing, coming back, closing your eyes, and just silently affirming the opposite truth several times. Continuing to breathe. Wonderful. Now let's come back again to your question. The question you put out there, you wrote down. And again, just saying to your higher self, what is guidance on this? What guidance do you have for me today? What clarity do you have for me today on this? And just silently waiting for a few moments, listening. Perhaps some of you get your guidance with images, a feeling in your body, words. So just being open to whatever arises right now for the next few moments. And if you feel any fear arising with your guidance, Again, just letting that part of you know that it's okay. You don't have to take any action on it today. That you'll actually be guided on when to act on your guidance. Given the courage and the strength to move forward. I'm just saying that sometimes will help you to get your guidance. We'll help it to come in. All right. And if you did receive guidance, and some of you, it may have been like, oh, you saw an image, but you don't know what it means. Take a moment and open your eyes, if that feels complete right now, and write down anything that arose. It might have been an image, a word, a feeling in your body. If it was a quote-unquote heavy feeling, that could have been a no if you had a yes or no question. If it was a light feeling or expansive feeling that might have been a yes if you had a yes or no question. So just taking a few moments to write down any guidance you received, big or small. Could have been a clenched feeling in your stomach, your throat. So taking a few moments to write that down. And then once you do that, come back again and close your eyes. And breathe. And if you feel guided to, asking now or later. So if you receive some guidance, it may be an appropriate question to ask next, now or later. 
And if you get the word, if you hear later, you might ask when. And you might get more guidance on that or not. Okay. And then end the process by just silently thanking your higher self for the guidance, your body, your emotions, however you received your guidance, just thanking your higher self. And asking your higher self to continue to help you to clear those fears and those limiting beliefs that could hold you back from receiving more guidance and following it. And then I always like to end by giving myself a hug. (laughs) So I actually just like put my arms over my chest, reach back towards my shoulder blades, crossing my arms, reaching back towards my shoulder blades and giving myself a hug. Just gratitude, breathing in gratitude and compassion for myself, giving myself a hug, breathing out any judgment or criticism, not good enough stuff, blame, shame, guilt. And doing that a few times. Ah, wonderful. So, all right, you guys, I'm going to look to see if there are any questions. If you're on the phone, you can raise your hand or if you just want to share what your experience was. Um, If you have a question, just want to share about your experience with the process, you can raise your hand, star two. Again, it might take a minute or two for me to see that, a moment or two. Um, Or you can submit your questions on the webcast. And so I'll just take a moment to see if we have anything. And while we're waiting, while we're waiting, I'll just tell you a little bit about how you can continue to receive more support to trust yourself. Um, If you haven't yet, please do sign up and receive my Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Starter Kit. It is the 10 Keys Blueprint, including more information on trusting yourself, an audio lesson, and a guided therapeutic meditation practice. Plus, I'm always doing bonus classes when you sign up for that. So if you haven't yet, you're not part of my community, make sure you sign up for that. Um, If you're on the webcast, there's a link at the top of the screen, I believe. And if you are listening on the phone, you can go to my website, tanyapenny.com, and you'll find it on the homepage there. Um, If you want to go even deeper, there are two programs options right now. The Trust Yourself Key Program. It's just this month's key, Trust Yourself. You get a live class. You get audio lessons, guided meditation practices, a short one and a long one. Um, If you know that you also struggle with self-love and worth, um, I recommend that you check out the Self-Love and Trust program because it it works on all of those, and um, including Trust Yourself this month and Trust Bigger next month. All right. I'm going to look to go see if we got any questions, comments. Again, you can raise your hand, star two. I'm going to refresh my screen here. And I'm going to head over to the webcast as well. All right. So Karen has a great question. Tanya, how do I know if it is my ego or if it is my higher self that is giving me this guidance? That is a question I get a lot. So, yeah. Okay. A real simple way to know if it is your ego or if it is your higher self is Your ego will typically have an urgency to it. So like, you got to do this right now. You've got to like, there's like this like gut punch urgency to your guidance. It can also be kind of sneaky though, in, in that your, your higher self might bring you guidance and what you're feeling is fear come in right after that. So guidance is, is oftentimes very calm very simple. And then what will happen after after that comes in is oftentimes will be the ego with all of its why you can't do that, all the fears, all the supposed to, shoulds, and have tos. 
So you want to be aware of that. Okay, so I will often get guidance, but then my ego will almost nine times out of ten come in right after with the fears, the shoulds, the have tos, the supposed tos, the why I can't do that, all of what I call the sexy excuses and reasons. Right. And again, you can always go and check in when you get guidance for something. You can go and even picture yourself doing whatever you were guided to do and say, body, show me loud and clear, right? Is this, is this true guidance? And you might feel light or you might feel heavy. Heaviness usually implies, no, this is not something for you to do. A light feeling, even though there might still be fear there, is usually an implication that it's expansive, it's light, it's for you to move forward with, even though there might be a part of you that's afraid. Um, one of the things I'll also do is I'll actually use a guided meditation practice, guided, one of my guided therapeutic meditation practice, with the intention again, you know, give me clarity on if this is something I'm to do or not. Right? So I, before I take an action sometimes, I will ask several times. I will do, you know, wait a few days if I can. And again, you can also go ask objective person if they're getting guidance or clarity on it too, right? If they're feeling that is true for you as well. Uh, but make sure the person is objective, conscious, you know, into this, doing this kind of stuff. Um, but that's a really great question. And it takes practice, you guys. You know, just remember it takes practice. I still check in. I still check in with my coach. I have a friend who's very conscious and very unattached to outcomes for me. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I often check in for mine as well, especially for really big things. So some of you might want to even start smaller, like smaller pieces of guidance, um, asking questions that are maybe not as big of a deal to build up that trust and then go for something big, um, if that makes sense. And continue to use the process that I took you through today, right? You may do that more than once to see what happens. You may need more guidance on the guidance you received. So good, good question, Karen. I appreciate that. Let me see if any other questions came in. You guys are being quiet today. All right. And obviously, those who are working here with me, who work with me one-on-one, -on -one, um, I know some people are shy about getting online um, on a live call and asking. No worries there. If you are working with me privately or in the group program, um, we have another group call next week where you can ask me or you can email me if you are working with me one-on-one -on -one as well. All right, you guys. I'm not seeing anything else come in right now. So, again, thank you, everybody, for joining me for the Viber Body and Abundant Life podcast. Feel free to share this with others. The replay will be up soon. And if you are on iTunes or Podbean, you can go to tanyapenny.com, click on the top of the page where it says podcast, and it'll take you to all of the free gifts, all the other conversations, we have another conversation, live conversation tomorrow and Wednesday with two more experts on the topic of trust yourself. They're going to be amazing conversations with Beth Bell from Bali and also Lisa Platsky. Um, she is a upside thinking business coach. So feel free to share this with others. And as always, remember progress, not perfection, baby steps, trusting yourself like Anything takes time, compassion, patience, using the tools that you've learned on a daily basis, starting with the ones that I gave you today. And again, just loads of compassion and accepting where you're at and not beating yourself up. I think that is so important. So I look forward to seeing you guys soon. And if you want more support, feel free to check out the programs that I mentioned. Again, you can Go to tanyapenny.com and click on programs, and it'll drop down and give you the option. Have a beautiful evening, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and be sure to leave us a favorable review at iTunes. And remember to visit tanyapenny.com to receive all of your favorite free expert gifts, including Tanya's virtual workshop, The Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Blueprint.